God, we greet you this morning in the mighty and master's name of Jesus the Christ, who is and ever shall will be our redeeming grace and peace. We just thank God to be here today for this very kind invitation. People who thought it not robbery and uh, invite to Clarence and Earl's baby boy here to be with you this day. And, and please, we solicit your prayers to the shepherd of this house, Dr. Murphy. We thank God for you, a, a learned and skilled man, fine leader. And we've been uh, in pastoral ministry about the same time. I'm sure he can share with me some things, how to make the road easy. Uh, but on this morning, there's a word from the Lord. Is that all right? Now, I was going to sing my song from down Mississippi way, but uh, the singing had already said, ooh wee, so I'm going to let it alone. I'm going to let it alone. I'm going to let it alone. God of our Father, we just greet you and we just thank you for being our God through many dangers, toils, and snares. We ask now, God, that you would receive our thanksgiving and our praise as reflective of our gratefulness for your greatness and your new mercies we see in here every morning. We pray now, God, that you would forgive us of our sins and those things are not pleasing in your sight. And that while we are here together, we might resemble uh, the kingdom fellowship as we all get along in the spirit of love and in fellowship in Christ Jesus. Now we pray, O oh God, that you would bless the food that we are about to receive for the nourishments of our souls, that we might be strong and grow wise in your word. In Jesus' mighty and matchless and kind and affectionate name, we pray and the people of God say it, amen, amen. and amen. Well, thank Aberdeen Wood for his invitation. We have here amongst many friends, and as we look out in the audience, I've just seen others I didn't expect to see. So from the pulpit to the choir stand to the door, we just greet the mighty and wonderful men of Omega. And, and all of us are Alpha and Omega men, but those particularly of my great fraternity and theirs, Omega Sci-Fi Fraternity Incorporated. Just wanted to get that out of the way, just in case I needed a ride somewhere. They might be kind enough to share one. Uh, let's get right down to business. It's early enough. I might be able to finish in time to get a nap in. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Psalm 100. Psalm 100. Not an unfamiliar psalm to most of us. You were in Psalm 91, uh, Mighty Men of Valor, and I just took a different uh, way to get there. And I hope you all don't mind men in gray and pastel looking good. Praise the Lord. Psalm 100, verse number 1 says, Shout for joy in the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with a joyful song. Know that the Lord is good. It is he that has made us, and we, not, we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good, and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. Let me read that last verse again. For the Lord is good, and his love endures 
forever. His faithfulness continues through all generation. Grass withers, the flower fades, the word of our God shall stand forever. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Amen. We just again want to greet you in the Mexus and mighty name of Jesus. And in my absence, I want to thank the people of the Norbeck Church for allowing me and supporting me in my absence on today. So in case any of you all have members there, let them know that I called their names. Amen and amen. This is a very familiar passage of scripture. Most of us, if we don't know it, we would have heard it. Uh, it is one that measures our own spiritual decimal meter. It's one that gives us an idea or a sense of our affection and our value towards God. It, it is one that gives us a sense of God's promise and his preeminence in our lives. And, and as we are gathered together this morning to celebrate this men's day, uh, I thought in my study that uh, this would be a great place to launch because uh, men tend to be quite boisterous. they kind of loud and raucous when given the right situation and environment. Uh, we can lift up a mighty and strong voice if the right two teams are on the gridiron or the right two teams and the best shooters on the hard court. Uh, we can lift up our voices and sound with resounding noise if we catch the right-sized rockfish croaker uh, out on the bay. I'm talking to three people in here today. Uh, we can even get it in as we sing on Sunday morning and claim, ooh-wee, uh, as we sing our favorite songs. Uh, this song, this song to Israel, comes at the concluding moment of the preceding songs that introduce us to, to praise and but move us through lament and move us through tough times. This uh, beginning psalm is the conclusion. It's the doxology of all that has come before a season of lament. And what it does is, is that it gives us an opportunity to express ourselves, men, as the strong towers that we have become standing in the stead of the great strong tower. See, it's hard being positive every day. Sometimes you go through trials and tribulations. Sometimes you have to work through the tenses and the pains of life, but there is a doxology for all of us as we join ourselves together and lift up our voices in celebration. It's not easy looking as good as we do all the time. Sometimes we have bad head days. I'm not talking to the sister, I'm talking to the brothers. Our fades are not quite tight. Something happened with our wave caps and our flow didn't quite make it to where. Some of us are Michael Jordan bound sooner bald than we are Afro. It's hard for us looking good but even in our down times this psalms gives us a reason to lift up our voices and combine succession to honor God in praise. Uh, this doxology comes to uh, the end of lament and pain and trials uh, but the psalmist reminds us that there comes a time when all of us should shout joy and lift up our voices unto the Lord. Uh, uh, the psalmist the writer, I'm getting my strength now uh, he's talking to Israel Israel who have been on the outsides of the gate. Israel, who are local community. Israel, who are a local branch of Zion. Israel, who are Northern Virginia bound. Israel, who are Afrocentric. Israel, who are segmented in their own presentation. But what God does is that he moves us beyond our local environs and stretches us into the Gentile nation and says it's not just you of Northern Virginia, of HBCUs, of military backgrounds, of great the little Zion is uh, little Zion and Zion Zion and New Zion 
and old Zion, but it's for the whole nation. And what God simply says, there comes a time through your pain, through your trials, through your mishaps, that all of us must come together and make a joyful noise unto the land all ye earth. Uh, 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 does anybody have anything to be thankful for this morning? It's hard being who we are every day. We have problems with our weights. We have problems in our homes. We have problems on our job. It's hard for us to be who we are every day. But even in spite of us trying to be who God has called us to be, God commands us first to make a joyful noise. Uh, that means that somebody ought to be able to get out a decimal meter and measure how much worth and value we put in God. I had an opportunity to be around uh, in a changing environment and neighborhood and, and as I tell this story uh, there are few of you who understand it if I tell you uh, I was a chaperone for uh, a celebration of undergraduates. I was a chaperone uh, for them and, and you, you'll get celebration and undergraduates. You'll get it when you get in the parking lot. Uh, I was a chaperone, if you will, uh, for a celebration of undergraduates. They, they had a particular function. I'm using code word, function, celebration. You'll get it when you get to the parking lot. Uh, and, and they were walking from campus uh, four or five blocks to a particular place where they had the freedom to have this celebration of this particular group of undergraduates, uh, this, this festival. And, and so they were used to having, uh, over the years, for 50 plus years, they could walk from this particular place to this particular building. Uh, and this, uh, I'll, I'll give you some clarity. They walked from this campus uh, to this particular building and they could have this, this, these festivals and these celebrations, you, you, you know, festivals. And so I had the opportunity to be there. Uh, but in the course of time, uh, the, 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 the topography has changed changed. Uh, the, 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 the demographics of the neighborhood have changed. If I talk long enough, you'll get what I'm saying. Uh, the neighborhood has changed. So, so this particular group of people who were walking uh, from campus, and they had hundreds of people in their toe because they had a certain mystique and an image, and people would come from miles around to this particular place in order to participate in their festivals uh, and, and, and their celebrations uh, at this particular time, because it was a fundraiser to uplift this particular organization. Uh, but the, the, the topography and the, the, the demographics of the neighborhood uh, have changed. I talk fast, please forgive me. Uh, um, uh, uh, and, I, and I repeat myself. Because, uh, and as they were going to the celebration on this particular Friday evening after Sabbath, I will put it back in holy after Sabbath when the sun went down. Uh, uh, and, 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 and they were doing what they had always done, but, but the neighborhood had changed. And, and they wanted to know what was going on because they had not been introduced to this particular line of festivity uh, on the Sabbath evening uh, with these young people who had come from this place, particular place that walked all the way to this particular house. Don't, don't go to sleep. I'm on my way somewhere. Uh, and, and so what I noticed as I had charged to make sure that all things were safe, me and several uh, others of us, there, there was a particular a resident who lived on this particular block and, and he, he was very curious and he was standing outside of this particular festival house and he had a little gadget in his hand and he was holding it up pointing directly at this particular festival house and, and, and it, it came to me uh, to know that what he had was a decimal meter and what he was doing was measuring the noise inside of this festival house where they had this celebration this group of young people who have walked across campus down Harvard Street to 13th Street and he was standing outside and when, when, when this decimal meter uh, uh, 
reach a high point. He then had license to call somebody because a violation had been made uh, in the neighborhood codes and the local enforcement uh, agency could be then called out. Uh, I know y'all like, what, what is he talking about? See, God gives us a command and what he says is lift up our voices, all ye land. And somewhere in the angelic community, there are angels with a decimal meter wanting to know just how valuable and sincere and traditional God has been to you. And they look at the numbers and the meters on side of their eternal decimal meter. And if God has really been good to you, you'll lift up your voices in praise and celebration. If he's seen you through many dangers, toils, and snares, you'll be able to say, thank you, Lord, for blessing me. It's not our God. All right. I know it's early, and it may be too early for noise, but if you go to hell, there'll be weeping and wailing. But if you go to glory, every day will be Sunday, and Sabbath will have no end. Not yet, Doc, but I'm on my way. Ain't God all right. Praise is essential to blessing and glorifying God. Praise is essential that when we wake up in the morning, we may yawn first, but praise is essential. We may sit up second, but praise is essential. We may stand up next, but praise is essential. We may walk to the facilities because praise is essential. Why? When I take my deepest yawn, it's because the breath of God fills my body. When I sit up in my bed, it's because the blessings of God set me up. When I stand up on my floor, it's because the blessings of God gave me limbs to stand on. Let everything that have breath praise the Lord. The second thing we need to do is that we ought to direct our praise and thankfulness towards God. The Bible says, the Bible says, let, let make a joyful noise unto the Lord all ye earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with a joyful song. Worship the Lord. See, worship is simply a value-laden statement. Yeah. Worship is a value-laden statement. Brother Wood told me uh, that y'all had a little car show uh, out back, and little people brought the little cars, uh, old cars, you know, old-timey cars. and They, they didn't have CTSs and ATSs or uh, uh, six-series Benz, Beamers, or new three, uh, C300 Benzes or things like that. Uh, they had things like Pontiacs. Yeah, they don't even make them anymore. Pontiacs. Oldsmobiles. Deuces in the quarter. You know. Diamond in the back. Sunroof top. Digging in the scene with them. Gangster white wall. They, they don't even have them anymore. And Stingrays. They don't even make them. They don't even make them. Classic cars. Classic. Chevelles, GTO, they don't, they don't even got them no more. Firebirds, they don't even have them anymore. But, but the people take the old stuff and they go down. Can't even go to uh, AutoZone. They got to go to specialty stores to get new carburetors and, 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 and get exhaust systems and, and get all of the, the official accoutrements that came with the car when they got it. They, I learned that when I went to school. I paid for it, so I might as well use it. They, uh, uh, and, and they go and they go and they go and they update all of the old stuff 
They update the old stuff. And then they, they put shine on it, put a little wax on it, put a little elbow grease on it. And they bring the car, and y'all come see the little car. They, they old cars. Y'all come see the old stuff. And some people go and they pay to go see old stuff. They go, I don't even understand it. Go pay to go see old stuff. But the old stuff has been, has been restored to its original state. I'm trying to make a theological point. And here, go with me. It has been restored to his original state. Somebody took time and effort to shine it up so it looked real good and real pretty. It don't, it doesn't lose, it doesn't lose its power. Uh, bro, would that when it comes off the parking lot, it still has enough CCs in the engine that it can lay a little rubber to let you know that it was, I, I'm trying to make a point, I'm on my way uh, uh, through this point. It says, make a joyful noise, lift up a shout all the years, worship the Lord. That's a value-laden statement. Uh, we, we're so quick to throw away what God used to do uh, to look for good God has done. Uh, I was so grateful I, I saw devotion somewhere in here. Thank God for what God used to do. It'll help me in my praise and my worship. Uh, I, I thank God for all the video systems and the cameras, but, but, but it reminds me when I see a bulletin before they was worship guys of what God used to do. Because uh, God will take what used to be and he'll, he'll update it and make it current. He'll shine it up. And by the grace of God, he'll restore our sins in nature back to its original state. And if you're thankful for God's salvation, you'll lift up your voices from Zion and praise. It's a value-laden statement. Does anybody have anything to thank God for? Are you thankful that he woke you up this morning? Are you thankful that he clothed you and put you in your right mind? Are you thankful that when Peter and Paul were both broke, God made the ends meet because he supplies all of your needs? Worship the Lord with gladness. Worship the Lord with gladness. You better act like you know if you know like I know, the Lord done been good to me. I, I know that's not a grammatically correct expression. But every now and then, my verbs and my nouns don't conjugate. I just know that the Lord done been good to me. It worked for Medea. The Lord done been good. It worked for India. The Lord done been good. Every now and then, we got to go back before we go forward. brings true joy to the heart of the believers. But not only us, not only us. Got about seven minutes. You know, I get tired. I'm overweight. I got to sit down and rest. All that preaching and hooping and hollering. Got to rest a while. That's why I thank God for my church. They let me come back and say, Pastor, you must just preach the word. Everything else, you go out and show from other people. You come back home. We, we take you just as you are. Without one plea. The Lord has made us we are his we are the uh, his people the sheep of his pasture uh, there is a connection that god has with us uh, we're his uh, he loves us we are his creation there's so much money being spent in the cosmetic industry because we're trying to look like we somebody else's there are most self-help videos on youtube come across on instagram so we can be different than who we are. We are the Lord's. That's right. 
and the Lord is ours. God said, I will be your God. You will be my people. Yes, yes, Ain't that good news? Anybody here have little brothers and sisters? Yeah. When you was growing up, you couldn't shake them. <laughs> they just show up. <laughs> tell them to go home. You couldn't shake them. And then when they got home, they tell mama and daddy, uh, he won't let me go. And then, and then they get back at you. They tell them everything you need. Can't shake them. Our little sister who lived with me today, she good and grown, still can't shake them. She had the unmitigated gall and temerity and audacity one day. That's some more Howard words, huh? I like it. And she said, Daddy told you to take care of me when he was gone. I said, okay. That didn't mean pay your bills. It's your job. But when you go, she said, well, I got a job, but I have needs. I said, what? She said, well, Daddy said you was going to take care of me. Now, now that's in... And just, she was joking, but she kind of halfway meant it. <laughs> because that, that, she was flashing back. You know, when I did something wrong, she said, now if you give me some money so I can go get me some Nihilators, a dill pickle and some peppermint sticks, <laughs> some salt and sour chips, uh, a great pop I won't tell. Chico <laughs> She said, I won't tell. And, and, and that was bribery. But if I didn't pay right, she'd tell it all. And then the next time around when I wanted her to come with me, she would remind me, you know what happened the last time. So I tell her, come on, but you gotta be quiet, don't say nothing. I bring her along with me. I couldn't shake her. I tried, been tried, can't shake her. If you walk with the Lord, and be of good courage. God is just like that. You, you can't shake him. No matter how you try to bribe him, no matter how you try to pay him off, you can't shake the, shake the Lord if you've been with him, if you've accepted him as your Lord and your Savior, if you walk by faith and not by sight. God is a very present help in the time of trouble. We are his creation. He has a paternal responsibility to us. And if we do something that we should not, he will tell it all. 66 books worth of tattletelling he'll tell it all but it's good for correction and reproving and instruction and information we can't shake the God but thank God we don't have to buy Chico sticks we don't have to buy now latest we don't have to buy beer deal tickles because God in his own self is mm, mm, good he's better than a Hershey bar he's better than a payday he's better than a bag of Doritos He's better than some sweet and sour chips. He's God and God all by himself. Oh, taste and see. That's the Lord. Uh-huh, he's good. Yes. Mm-hmm. Enter into his gates. That's permission. That's permission. Enter into his gate. You ought to come in. I know. I'm just loud, and I used to apologize for it because at some time it was just so seemingly un, not sophisticated, be in proper settings, and, and then you lift up your voices. And um, 
But I've come as I've had some bills that I didn't know how I was going to meet the note. And somehow the Lord, uh, the Lord, made a way. Uh-huh. Because I'd walked in the book. Uh, I, 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 I don't really feel so bad about being loud now. I, I, I figured I've cheered for Doug Williams, Mark Rippin, Joe Theismann. Yeah, I figured I've che uh, cheered for George, who was here for about seven minutes, and the now congressman after they, him, Kirk Cousins, and uh, Robert. If I, I cheer good for all of them, I've cheered for Tiger Woods, Phil Mickelson. I've cheered for Jason Day. I cheered for, uh, cheered for Michael Jordan. And I cheered for C. Webb and, and Chris Paul. And I've cheered for Michael Jackson, Prince Luther. <laughs> Bev, Bev, DeVoe. I, I've cheered for and paid to see Bone Thugs and Harmony. Look him, Lil Mo. I, I've cheered for Pam Greer. I've cheered for Richard Roundtree. I've cheered for uh, 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 Kerry Washington. I've cheered for, sometime I cheered for Denzel, not too often, because I'm mad at him. But, I, but I, I've cheered for Obama. I've cheered for Clinton. I've, I've even cheered for Bush. I haven't gotten to cheer for the 45, but I'm, I'm working on it. I've, I, I've, I've cheered in good times, I've cheered in bad times. I've cheered for Hezekiah, I've cheered for the Canton Spirituals. I, I just, sometimes I be in my house all by myself and I just break out in a cheer. Uh, when I begin to think of the goodness of Jesus and all that the Lord has done for me, I just begin to cheer. I, I shout when ain't nobody bothering me. I cry when ain't nobody hurting me. I run when ain't nobody chasing me. I bow when nobody's pushing me. I just do it when I think of the goodness of Jesus. So what the psalmist is simply saying to Israel, when we summon you to worship, you ought to enter into his gates with singing. You ought to enter his courts with thanksgiving because the Lord is good and his mercy endureth forever. I'm on my way out of here, Pastor Murphy. Thank you for your time, brothers in the choir. God bless your people in the pew. But every now and then, when I think of how good the Lord has been, I go back to my origins and I just throw my hands high in the air and I wave them like I just don't care because God has been good in my neighborhood. So I just shout, oh yeah, great is the Lord and greatly to be praised in the city of our God. Why? Because the Lord, he is good and his mercy, his mercy endureth as a sinner, his mercy, I was lost. His mercy, I was blind. Y'all don't know him like I know him. He's been praying. Y'all forgive me. But every now and then, I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for me. And my sanctified soul cries out, Lord, 
enough to beat the grave but early early Sunday morning lift up your voices bye bye sign. may the Lord bless you real good if you don't remember anything else God gave you a horn you better learn how to blow it cause he's been too good to sit down and be silent if the angels can adore him and worship him, if the, if the foundations of the world can lift up his name, what list is expected of us to glorify God that has been so good? We didn't make it through the Middle Passage, through Jim Crow and segregation, slavery, through mean Democrats and mean Republicans. We didn't make it through isolation by topography and geography. Not to give God some praise. We've broken more glass ceilings because the Lord has been good. Doctors and lawyers and Indian chiefs and Super Bowl winning coaches because the Lord has been good. Across the Edmund Pettus Bridge, down in Natchez, Mississippi, because the Lord has been good. Chitlin Switch, Alabama, knee deep North Carolina, because the Lord has been good. So you ought to just join with me and tell the Lord thank you. Tell the Lord thank you. Tell the Lord thank you. See, nobody told me that the road would be easy. But see, when you look at me, when I look at you, I know your story. I know you hang out at Sag Harbor in the vineyard. Bahaba, I get that. Invite me, I'll come see you. But your peoples were on the road. And we ought not feel tired in praising and worshiping God. And you ought to remember and recognize that you've come. Doors of the church are open. I'm beginning to feel like I'm at home, but I got to go back home. Stand on your feet. Let us extend the invitation to discipleship. Nobody told. Jesus Christ died in order that we might be made free. We were enslaved to sin, not by our own circumstances, but because of our creation and our birth. As a result of the ongoing battle between heaven and hell, between Beelzebub and Jehovah Jireh's son, Jesus Christ, so sin come easy to us it's a part of our heritage but god sent his son his only begotten son in order that he might break the chains of sin 
and his eternal damnable state. And he did so by allowing him the privilege and the honor to die on Calvary's cross. He, he chose him because he knew he could handle it. And as a result of his death and his resurrection, he gave us our emancipation papers. If you could just believe he's the son of God. And that he overcame death, hell, and the grave. And now he sits on the right hand side of our father. So we offer this invitation to your eternal freedom. And all you simply have to do is believe in Jesus Christ. Believe that he's the son of God. Believe that he overcame death, hell, and the grave. You don't have to try to make intellectual sense out of it. Just believe because God said it and that's sufficient. He'll give you the Holy Spirit at the point of your belief. And he'll begin to make it plain and explain it and open up all manner of reasoning. That'll help you walk by faith and not by sight. He wants to.